Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And hello and welcome everyone. This is The Open Door, the online radio voice of the Summit Lighthouse where we publish, promote, and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and... We invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Hello, Sid. Hello, Sid. You know, um, this is going to be somewhat redundant, but at the top of each program, we always mention awakening to the light within. And what we're talking about awakening to is the reality of our our I am presence and our holy Christ selves. And this inner light is a reality that each of us who desires to someday ascend must embrace. And to do this, it takes focus, resiliency, and endurance because we're facing returning karma. And sometimes it feels as if the upward trek is too hard. But when we keep on keeping on, we find a way through the tough times. It's just a matter of holding on. As we stated in the title of today's program, never give up, never give in because the goal of the ascension is worth every effort. And speaking of worthiness, (laughs) worthiness is a pretty common struggle, isn't it? Well, it is, Tom, and I think this is, you know, we've gone over in past shows the plots of the fallen angels to keep the light bearers from their immortal destiny, and unworthiness is probably near the top. And the reason yeah. that is is because we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We've all misused energy God has given us. Well, you know what? The Ascended Masters misused energy when they were in physical embodiment, too, but they kept going, worked to balance their karma, and they won their ascension. So whatever you have done believe us, it's been done many, many times before on this planet, and um, there's really are no new sins under the sun, so to speak. We take accountability for those mistakes and errors, but they are not who we truly are. Who we truly are are sons and daughters of God. We have an immortal destiny, and the problem is when people do something wrong, and they may not even know what they did, but they feel guilty about something, um, Then they said, well, I can't come before God because I knew the law and I broke it. Well, so what? We all have broken the law. The most important thing to know is that you have a divine destiny, and whatever mistakes you have made, they can be corrected and balanced. Here's an example. It's interesting. You know, uh, the Santa Masters teach um, that Shakespeare did not write the Shakespearean plays, okay? And so, um, and I'm at a loss here to who wrote them. (laughs) Was it? Was, Roger, was it Francis Bacon? Yeah, Francis Bacon. Bacon. Sorry, just had a momentary yeah. lapse there. Anyway, so Mrs. Prophet asked St. Germain once, you know, why, why did you not take credit for those plays? Why did this guy William Shakespeare get it? St. Germain had a very succinct answer. He said karma. So even the <laughs> ascended masters had karma before they ascended, you know. So, so the point is, yes, you have karma. Yes, you have made mistakes. But you are worthy. And a prayer we like to give, which we shared before, is, Lord, I am worthy. Make me worthier still. Yes. So uh, so Francis Bacon, was uh, he was working out his last bit of karma because he made his ascension after that embodiment, I believe. And, exactly. and so, he, yeah, he was still working on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I think it's been said by the Ascended Masters that we never stop applying for our ascension until the moment we ascend. Karma can strike at any time unless we've balanced 100% of it. So... You know, Sid, you said something at the beginning of your comment that I think is really worth repeating, and that is that the Ascended Masters have walked the same path we're walking. 
They know what we have to face. They, they've been there. They've done that. It's not as if there's some high and mighty presence from afar that's you know pure and they've been where we are. They know what we're going through and they understand us probably better than we understand ourselves. Well, you know, we're going to be hearing today an excerpt I know from a dictation by St. Germain. And in fact, in this dictation, which we won't be actually hearing today, he talks about when he and Mother Mary were taking the baby Jesus to Egypt. And, you know, they had trust in God, but they didn't know if they were going to get arrested or get attacked by robbers. I mean, you know, they had to walk in faith just like we do. They had doubts. You know, you affirm your faith, but they had doubts, too. You know, they didn't know for certainty. So you could see it's, it's, that's okay if we have these things. Uh, but we work on them, and we strive to overcome them. And the one thing we do not do is do not let the condemnation of the fallen ones or other people projecting on us keep us from our divine destiny and our, our, our service home. So don't yeah. ever let that happen to you, and don't allow self-condemnation on you, because it doesn't do you any good. It separates you no. from God, and you could be balancing karma while you're doing that. <laughs> well, you know, we, we are aware from the Master's teachings that we are given a portion of our karma to balance every day. Sometime early in the morning, there's a little package that's delivered to our etheric door, and in it is some karma that we have the opportunity to balance. The point I would make about that is that we've been told and we believe that there's never we're not given too much karma to balance. In other words, it's, we can handle it. But I want to throw out an idea here. This is kind of a, a, a maybe... I don't mean to sound like a clever play on words, but I think it's something worth considering that when you're looking, thinking about your karma, karma is not something that happens to you, but it happens for you. And by that, I mean that it's given an, you are given an opportunity to balance, to transmute, to transcend. And so this is not something that you are a victim of, where it's not happening to you, but it's for your immortality, it's for your ascension. So it, your karma is coming back to you for your benefit. Yes, Tom, I want to just clarify one point there. Most days it's a little packet. (laughs) But there are days when the cycles turn and we get a very large packet. Recently, as we're recording this show, there was a bridge collapsing in Italy. And I think 53 people were killed. Great, great tragedy. Well, what was the karma that led them to be on that bridge at the exact moment it dropped? And it was more than they could handle. Now, what the Ascended Masters teach is, by giving the violet flame, by making calls to Archangel Michael, you can mitigate much of that karma. So it could have been that some of those people didn't have to be on that bridge had they been doing the spiritual work, which the Masters teach us to do over the years. So it's enlightened self-interest, because the little packets are one thing, but there are times and cycles, if we're not prepared, then the karma can be overcoming, overwhelming, I should say. Well, let's, let's talk a bit about pre- preparation then, because... Sometimes we hear, you know, 15 minutes of out of flame is, is a, a worthy first step, worthy goal, uninterrupted. And then as we go into our decree service more and more, we add a decree here and a decree there. And pretty soon, you know, we're doing a, a sizable amount of it during the day. What is enough, would you say, again, this is probably a hard question to answer, but what is a good minimum to establish so that you can mitigate some of that returning karma? Well, well I would say the first thing you do is you start out small. Because something new like decreeing and the spoken word, you know, you have to build to a certain point. So don't right. feel like you have to jump in and do, you know, hours of decrees every day. Start where you can. If it's five minutes, it's five minutes. But begin to experience the power of the spoken word. And when I started this, I set lofty goals for myself. I think it was five minutes, as a matter of fact. 
But <laughs> of course, once I got going, I, I did more than that. So you build to the point where you're comfortable and then move on. So the important thing about following a teaching center of masters is to take it at the pace you're ready to take it because that's the only way it's going to work. People said, well, I've got to jump in with, you know, everything and do the same thing somebody on the path for 20 years is doing. And for most people, that doesn't work. You have to start and build on it. But who yeah. knows what's enough? Maybe just Archangel Michael help me is enough some days. But start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Start somewhere. You know, the other thing about um, this whole process of embracing our karma as the mercy of God is to say thank you. Actually, I think that gratitude, we've spoken of it many times, is a wonderful tool to use when things seem to be happening and there are some big things, some painful things. It's not easy to do it, but if you can say, you know, thank you for this opportunity to grow. Thank you for this opportunity to balance my karma. Thank you for this opportunity to take another positive step on the path home. Yeah, you know, you you, you bang your foot against the, the rung of a chair or something like that. And <laughs> you, if you learn to say, well, thank you. Now, that represents something I've got to work on. And I'm grateful for the opportunity, first of all, to be an embodiment. There's a lot of souls that aren't in embodiment today that would just love to be here banging their feet on things, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I do have to throw in, if I may, gentlemen, a reality check here. Um, not all of us can embrace our karma. We're trying. But sometimes there's some very serious and very heavy things that come into your life. And, um, you know, they're painful, and they are. And we, have to, we honor that. The masters understand that. But, you know, pain is, has a tremendous power to transmute to if you allow it to occur and you work on resolving it clearly. But these are all things that are key. Nothing comes to us that are not essential, as I think you, Tom, mentioned, to our forward progress spiritually. And so even when you decree, you get hard things, but they're mitigated to a large extent, and, right. and that's what makes a big difference. So this is, a, this is an active path, and of course, the theme of our show today is never give up, never give in, and that is the key. El Moria, the Senate Master El Moria said, you only have to get up one more time than you fall to exactly. make your ascension, yeah. and it sounds doable that way, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, if you make a mistake, God, you know, that I made a mistake, I said something I shouldn't have said, I was angry, whatever it is, I call up the law of forgiveness, I'm going to do, you know, a, a rosary a, a, or some violet flame or whatever, then I'm ready to move on. Because otherwise, yeah. you get so bogged down with your mistakes, and you will make mistakes, we all do, because we're not perfecting the human, we're putting on our Christhood, and it's incremental, and so we work at it. Yeah, you know, and you said something about um, sometimes it's difficult, if not almost impossible, to say thank you when things are really heavy. Um, but I think we've mentioned before that, that the flip side of pain is joy, and that joy is a motor of life, and that we find that place where we're actually, even beyond gratitude, I think joy is the kind of the next step up that ladder. And it's learning mastery, and learning mastery can be painful. Yeah, but sure can. <laughs> you do gain and you grow. <clears throat> and I think you have an overriding, I know, <clears throat> excuse me, we have an overriding sense that we're making progress, we're growing, there are painful incidents, but w we wouldn't have any other way because we know we're doing what God wants us to do, we're balancing our karma, we're serving life, and we're beginning to experience, you know, the joy of God amidst all the things going on in the world. You know, you mentioned something about not... Jumping in with both feet, another phrase we use commonly is "do not um, force heaven" or "do not." What's the phrase I'm Storm looking heaven. for? Storm, Storm heaven. heaven. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Because I think that in the long run, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint, and uh, 
Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, and I'm thinking, you know, start out with those little two-pound weights in each hand, you yeah. know, and then move up to three and then to five and then to ten, you know. Yeah, for sure. That's that's why just a little bit of violet flame every day can kind of get you get you rolling. And what's the key word there? Momentum? Yeah. Build momentum. Yeah. So at your own pace. Anyway, yeah, I think the, the other thing you said, Sid, and we'd, we'd like to say this too, is that this is enlightened self-interest. Being prepared for what comes, being prepared for the karma that descends is enlightened self-interest. We can mitigate the effect and the impact by doing our work. And God doesn't mitigate it all sometimes because we still need to learn a lesson. And, you know, the Apostle Paul had a thorn in his side. And Jesus, when he asked Jesus to take it, Jesus says, my grace is sufficient unto thee. In other words, you're still going to have that thorn, Paul. It's You need it. It's for your learning and growing. So accept it. So God will still give us what we need to make our progress. Indeed. Well, on that um, subject of making progress and learning how to take full advantage of what it is that we're given in terms of opportunities, i.e. the Ascended Master's teachings, we're going to take a short break right now, but when we get back, we've got something really wonderful and rare to share with you, and it's kind of a trifecta. This is Lanella, whom we knew as Mark Prophet, included in his his words, his, his presentation, are many dictations from Maitreya, Lord Maitreya, and also St. Germain. So you won't want to miss that. Please stay tuned. We'll be back in a few moments. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, As you've heard us say many, many times, the Ascended Masters all encourage us to keep on keeping on. They know how hard it can be, and they certainly know how wonderful the end result is. And it all begins with the individual and the commitment to succeed. Now, as we start this uh, next segment here, you don't have to adjust your volume. Uh, Mark Prophet starts out full voice. Be prepared. Here he comes. Freedom must bloom within each one's heart. Aaron's rod must blossom, it is true. But it must blossom upon the spinal altar of each individual. Each individual must unfold their latent spiritual powers. Each individual must open for themselves a door that leads to immortal octaves. Each individual must cherish the spiritual life enough to let go of those lesser experiences which do not give them their freedom and keep on keeping on until they attain those satisfactions which are the light. And then I think they will be a part of our band of assistance, cutting the world free by the power of a divine radiance and love that knows no limitation, that desires to express the beauty of God everywhere upon the planet. Beloved ones, there are so many individuals who have the idea that an ascended being prior to their ascension did not struggle, did not ever know doubt. Well, beloved ones, simply because you today may have expressed some quality less than the perfection of God does not mean that you cannot hope for your ascension. I tell you this anecdote primarily because it is my desire to make known unto you that the mere dwelling momentarily upon human thought and human creation does not for all time brand you or stain your immortal soul. It is but a transitory and passing thing unless you make it a permanent thing by permitting negativism and feelings of negativism to be anchored within your world. And then you draw the great riptides of human emotion and feeling into your world, and your faith becomes doubt, and your doubt sometimes may become terror. Well, reverse the process, beloved ones. And when you see this expression beginning to unfold within you, which is less than the light, stop it. Stop the action immediately and say you have no power Your day is done. How many individuals, beloved ones, do you think have wrested the scriptures to their own destruction? They do not know the meaning of freedom. They have taken one sloka, one statement, beloved ones, from the scriptures of the world. And this one statement, they have used as an excuse as to why they ought not to pursue the spiritual path. They have taken one human being or one religious faith and stated that they themselves would not follow the light. 
because of this one individual or because of this one specific faith. This bad example influenced their actions, or so they said. Well, beloved ones, an honest heart is needed, and an honest heart will bring men to the feet of their own great divine identity. When they come to the feet of their own great divine identity, like St. Francis of old, and many of you know of whom I speak, he was Kuthumi, or he is Kuthumi, beloved ones, who was St. Francis. I desire to make this known unto those of you who were not aware of this fact, cause that great soul extended himself as St. Francis from an ordinary human being surrounded by fears and doubts to become one who expressed the wonders of God, the love of God, and the power of God in action. His words, Lord, make me an instrument of thy peace, flowed out tonight as he addressed you from Kashmir. As he parted the veil, that precious life stream, now an ascended being, brought to you a touch of the golden essence of the divine radiance. I am here tonight. I am here to bring you your freedom. But a greater than I is here. One whose shoe steps I could not walk in before my ascension. I bring you now a few words from the beloved one, the Lord Maitreya, the cosmic Christ. Beloved Saint Germain, beloved friends of the heart of God, the great outpouring cosmic light of your divine identity enfolds you now in the radiance of the Eternal One. This light is raising you in a vibratory action which leads you upward in consciousness to the consciousness of the great central sun. The great central sun can be thought of as a shepherd, as the great shepherd of the sheep. And all human beings who hear the voice of the great heart of God speaking from out the great central sun beloved Alpha and Omega, will know that peace of God which we as ascended beings share at a common table whereby we partake of the bread which came down from heaven, the bread which as mighty light rays poured out from the sacred altars of God and brought forth the sun in splendor, shining both as a physical sun in the universe and in the universe behind the universe and as a spiritual sun within the very heart of the being of God. 
the rays of light from the great central sun pouring forth to the sun of this system of worlds kindled the radiance of the solar logos and the radiance of the solar logos sent forth its mighty light rays to this earth and kindled the radiance of beloved Virgo, the Mother Earth Principle, activating the light rays within that great being. And the solar radiance then of the great central sun descended also from the great central sun to the sun of the systems of worlds, to beloved Helios and Vesta, and activated your own life streams so that you are truly, in essence, a sunbeam, a ray of light from out the great central sun. I would like the students tonight to cherish this idea. So long as you think of yourselves, beloved ones, as clay, as density, as a conglomeration of human effluvia, you are not enjoying the supreme radiance of light. Well, think of your bodies tonight, beloved ones, as light. Think of yourselves as light, as a sunbeam from out the great central sun. I, Maitreya, will initiate tonight many of you into the solar radiance in the solar chambers. If you will only devote your heart's attention tonight as you pass into sleep to your own mighty I am presence and requested of me, I will try to exalt all of you that the great law will permit into a greater unfolding of your spiritual sonship. I will bestow upon all who are worthy a greater degree of initiation than they have ever known before. This condition will be brought about solely to assist the mankind of earth in obtaining their ascension. For beloved ones, wherever there is a candidate for the ascension upon this planet, the radiance around that individual is a blessing to all the consciousness of life embodied here. It was this power, this radiance, this glory, which manifested in beloved Jesus, which magnetized the audiences upon the hillsides of Judea, which flooded forth and quickened the consciousness of men, which produced healings of consciousness, and which gave joy to the hillsides of the world because the Christ walked upon them. I bless you and I thank you by the power of the light from out the great central sun and I return you now to that beloved God of freedom, your friend, Saint Germain. Precious ones of the unfolding radiance, our beloved Maitreya, revered in our octave, has spoken to you his words of encouragement, his words based upon the immortality of your own soul. Remember, the flame of love from his heart kindled the spark of love within yours. It is the desire of all the hosts of heaven to fan the flame of divinity upon the heart's altar of each individual expression of God. This we do in the holy name of freedom, to cherish the world 
to encircle the world, to love the world with the peace of God. This is the purpose of this class, to unfold the radiance of the individual, to give freedom to the individual, to unfold the planetary radiance, to give freedom to the planet, to bless mankind with their own individualized, self-realized confidence in the light of God which never fades. That they recognize the higher way of thought, that they no longer express the limiting doubts and confining ideas of the agnostic or those who are in despair or despondency, who seek in some oppressed system or ideology, some political thought, a dream of freedom which is empty. Rather, I say to all, let them see within the heart of their own I am presence, the open door, the open door, the open door that leads to their own freedom in the light of God, which never fails. Well, first I'd like to thank... Um uh, St. Germain for the plug for the open door. <laughs> thank you very much. And, <laughs> and, thank, uh, you know, and thank Mark Prophet for being a mighty voice. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, what you've just heard is really quite wonderful and rare to have this kind of um, energy and radiance kind of here in this moment. It's pretty, pretty wonderful. And I think the bottom line, as they just said, is that the light of God never fails. And you are that light. So we'll be back for more in a moment. Please stay with us. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thank you again for staying with us. And you know, speaking of wonderful and rare, here is a brief dictation from Mother Mary on kindness and perseverance. Listen. Would you tell us how the life of Jesus relates to our life today? The life that God has given to us is a life that is intended to be used by our soul to attain that reunion with the inner self. All else is extraneous and subject to that one goal. If we don't make it in this life, we come again. The soul puts on a new set of coats of skins or a new force field and returns once again to the scenes of earth. This is why earth is so familiar to us. It's because we've been evolving here for thousands and thousands of years. Life, then, is the path of initiation. Jesus, in his great love for the people of earth, came to show us how we could follow the path of initiation. And precisely in one lifetime, one concluding lifetime, return to the heart of God as he did in the ritual of the ascension When we see, then, the life of Jesus as a life marking the stations of our own individual initiation, we look at the birth of the Christ as the sign of the birth of our own Christ consciousness when we determine to manifest the Father-Mother God and to bring forth that Christ light. We have the decision of Jesus to be about his Father's business. We have his decision to discourse with the doctors in the temple to expound upon the law. And then from the age of 12 to 30, he is preparing for his final three years. One of the first initiations is the ritual of baptism, a very important initiation in which there is the cleansing of that substance or energy misqualified and the consecration of the soul to the will of God. We have his transfiguration before the disciples. We see his crucifixion, his resurrection. And between the transfiguration and the crucifixion, he works many miracles so-called as demonstrations of the science which we must one day prove. The fact of the matter is that we must affirm that we are being transfigured every day that we are experiencing the resurrection every day, that we are ascending even by a tiny, tiny increment. Each day we are drawing closer and closer to that energy force field that is the white fire core of the atom of self. The mantras which we were considering last week continue with this acceleration of consciousness. When these heart, head, and hand decrees are given in order one finds that with each successive mantra, one has a greater degree of light, and as one becomes more sensitive, one actually feels this light building within his own body. One can begin to feel the burning in the heart which the disciples felt on the road to Emmaus when they were near the Master but did not recognize him. The burning energy of the heart is the expansion of the threefold flame, and it is the sacred fire actually consuming the misqualified energies of fear and hatred and impure motive which often surround the heart. The one then pursuing the initiation of the transfiguration gives the following mantra. 
I am changing all my garments, old ones, for the bright new day. With the sun of understanding, I am shining all the way. I am light within, without. I am light is all about. Fill me, free me, glorify me, seal me, heal me, purify me. Until transfigured they describe me, I am shining like the sun. I am shining like the sun. There is a tremendous joy in this mantra of the transfiguration because it represents an influx of light whereby the very cells, the physical cells of our bodies, begin to be filled with light and to have impurities, physical as well as mental and emotional toxins flushed out. The joy of giving these mantras is a joy of becoming God. Where is the place for right living? Right living is one of the requirements of the Eightfold Path of the Buddha. And right living means being obedient to the inner self. For thousands of years, people have rebelled against the laws of God because they have felt that they were imposed from without as a yoke and as a burden. And this rebellion against that which is outside of oneself is really the folly, the ultimate folly of rebelling against one's own being, one's own true self. Moses received the Ten Commandments. Jesus gave us a new commandment. We have received the code of living from all of the great gurus. Confucius' teaching was a very practical wisdom for everyday life. This is really what the great masters have come to show us, how to live on earth and yet to remain in God. And it was to follow a few simple precepts. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and all thy soul and all thy mind. And thy neighbor as thyself. So right living means being obedient to our own individual religion, the way that we have been brought up, whether we are followers of Mohammed or Zarathustra or Confucius, Lao Tzu, or Mother Mary, we must remember that the basic precepts taught to us of honesty and right living are a proper and necessary matrix for this science of alchemy that comes with the Holy Spirit. So the science of the spoken word is in no way a substitute for moral rectitude. Well, in fact, if the science of the spoken word is used without the correction of our way of life, it will not be effective because the law will not work for those who are out of alignment with that law. If we steal, if we kill, if we partake of substances that we ought not to partake of, then we find ourselves depriving ourselves of the benefits of this pure energy of the word. Is the science of the spoken word useful in taking care of all the little habits and negative traits most of us are plagued by? You know, that's a very interesting question. Lord Maitreya, known as the coming Buddha, answered that question in an article which he wrote called The Overcoming of Fear Through Decrees. He said Paul expressed the dilemma of these subconscious motivations and momentums when he said, The good that I would, I do not, but the evil which I would not, that I do. Maitreya says, What can we do to protect ourselves from evil intent and evil action? which we find manifesting within ourselves and in the world at large. And he answers the question by talking about the discipline of the controlled use of energy through the science of the spoken word. Maitreya compares 
the momentum of habit to a coil of an electromagnet wound around its core. The number of times that the coil is wound around the core determines the power of the habit and its momentum. The breaking of that momentum can be accomplished through the use of the science of the spoken word, and the number of times that the habit is engaged in determines its strength. Correspondingly, as we give the mantras, we break the power of habit, and Maitreya says instead of unwinding the coil turn by turn, we break right through the entire force field of that coil and the habit is broken by the power of God through the science of the spoken word. What exactly is meant by the term initiation? Initiation is the testing of the soul. It is God's way of determining how we will use the gift of free will. Temptation comes before us, we have to make a decision to walk the path of honor or to walk the path of the compromise of truth. As soon as we demonstrate that we are just stewards of the law and of the abundance of God, God gives us more. He makes us caretakers of others and of larger fields of energy, more abundance, more supply, more responsibility on earth. Every day we are receiving initiations, and every day we are sending a message to our I Am Presence of whether or not we are worthy to be counted as joint heirs of the Christ Consciousness. Are we worthy to inherit this Christ mind, this mind of the Buddha, this mind of Confucius? It is ours for the overcoming, but we have to pay a price, and that price is to follow the inner law and to be obedient to the inner voice. So one progresses on the path by demonstrating one's faithfulness and one's courage and so forth. If thou wilt be faithful over a few things, I will make thee ruler over many. The path of initiation is the only way that God has of determining whether we are ready for an increase of light, of the Holy Spirit, of graces, and of the keys, and there are inner keys that are transferred to the individual by the Ascended Masters and by his own inner self as he passes his tests. And these keys are the very keys that we would have, the keys to the mastery of the science of matter as well as the science of spirit. Such as? Well, the multiplication of the loaves and fishes. We have talked about a mantra that could be used to attain the abundance of God. But there are further keys behind that mantra from which that mantra comes. These are not lawful for us to give on the radio or even to write in books because this is the key that is imparted to the individual by the master himself. There is an old saying that goes, when the pupil is ready, the teacher appears. When we show that we are ready, because we have been faithful over a few things, we have been willing to discipline our lives and our energies, then we find that the Ascended Masters approach us. And as they come, either through a book, through a person, through a teaching, through hearing about this science of the spoken word, then we begin to pursue the Master. We begin to say, I am going to do what that Master says because I want to be like him. And so we begin demonstrating these techniques and we find that in our own heart of hearts, God speaks to us and gives us the key of life. Is everybody being initiated? Everyone is being initiated. Earth is a schoolroom. 
The moment you get out of bed in the morning, your initiation begins and it doesn't stop till you retire at night. Everybody is making the decision hour by hour to be or not to be in reality, in truth, or in God. That everybody who's being initiated is on the path. Well, the path means the path of the ascension. Now, that is the goal of life for everyone, but there are a number of tests and a number of challenges that must be met before one can say one is actually a part of the path of the overcomers who are tied to the Ascended Masters and who are daily pursuing the law of balancing of karma and fulfilling one's dharma or one's duty to be oneself. Thank you very much. Okay, well, I have to admit something here. I goofed. Um, I'm surrounded by piles of papers and cues and notes, and I read one for next week's show about Mother Mary's dictation on kindness and perseverance. You have to wait for that. It's a good one, and you won't want to miss it. But today, obviously, we listened to an interview with Mrs. Elizabeth Clare Prophet on the subject of the ascension, the path, and perseverance in some respects, and really talking about having to pass our tests, never giving up. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of fits in, doesn't it? It fit, but I just wanted to yeah. admit little cosmic boo-boo there. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back in a moment for more. Please stay with us. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep, personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. You know, when we say never give up, never give in, it's really kind of helpful in a way to think of yourselves as Lord Maitreya suggested, and that is that we are each a sunbeam and a ray of light. That's so enlightening. You know, that reminds me, Tom, a children's song, I can't remember the exact words, but something along the line, Jesus wants me to be a sunbeam for him. And um, ironically, we already are a sunbeam, but I think the concept that is here is, you know, when people think of themselves, naturally, they think of their body, you know, they think of their soul too, but the body is the most visible and uh, can be the most dominant if it's, not, if it's out of balance in your life. We look in a mirror, that's me, but it's not really you. You know, when you put on a certain set of clothes every day, you're wearing clothes 
but the clothes aren't you. So we're wearing clothes that we have created from our vast karma, which is our bodies, and, but it's not really us. It's, <clears throat> it's a manifestation of us with this karma. So when you think of yourself, um, it's hard to think beyond the body, but try that, because I think it's this concept we're much greater than the body. As long as you identify with the body, you're going to identify with earth, earthy, so to speak. You know, dust they come and dust they go. And that's what many people, in fact, I would say a great number of people in this world think that their body is who they are. And so now you've got people wanting to preserve the body forever by freezing it or whatever. And they're sort of missing the point. I wouldn't want to freeze where I am in consciousness right now. I want to grow spiritually. And I remember a dictation some years ago or long years ago from St. Germain. He tells a story about a family dog. And the family dog, you know, he hangs around with humans. So the dog actually thinks he's a human. Um, he doesn't realize he's a dog. And he said, that's the way we are. We hang around with humans, so we think we're humans. But that's not who we really are. This is where we are in time and space to work out our karma and our destiny. But in, you have to have a greater perspective of your life. People are trying to do everything with this. They think they have one life. And this is who they are, and so they try and get their name on something or make a lot of money or whatever it is they're trying to do. Some of them are noble, some of them are egotistical, but it's not who they are, ultimately. We've got to act out our part, do our thing, be a manifestation of God in the physical plane. And that is how we become who we truly are, a sunbeam from the heart of God. You know, on, on that note, I think that our recognition of our uh, sense of density, it's a hard habit to break, and it's one that won't be broken all the time. We are kind of dense, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Well, I think that in terms of <laughs> suggesting to ourselves that we are, in fact, and in truth, rays of light, that we are sunbeams, you know, that we are that part of God, it's something that we can remind ourselves of daily, kind of the way we use decrees, same sort of thing, is by changing the dialogue, we change the reality. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, we, you know, again, we change our perspective. We're dealing with living on this planet and life and death and jobs and income and karma and so forth. So naturally, we need to give it our attention. That's why we're here. But not to be so fearful that, you know, pe- some people are very afraid to die. You know, and the Ascended Masters expect us to stay in embodiment as long as practical. Let God make the decision when you leave. But don't fear it, because whether in and out of the body, we're still us. Um, and, you know, the Ascended Masters, interesting, when you ascend, you can choose to look like whatever you want in terms of what age you are. And um, so Sana Kamara, who is a tremendous, very advanced Ascended Master, is known as the Eternal Youth. So the point I'm making here is that we wear different coats that reflect who we are and where we are, but the coats are not us. Yeah, and many times we uh, we look like we did a thousand embodiments ago too. If we, you know, we build a momentum if it's if it's reasonable, if it's good, and you know, another thing I, I just almost jumped in on on Sid's line there. I just wanted to. I made a note to myself: the ascension is simply graduation. 
Yeah. And you know, when you, if you think of it, if you just boil it down, you know, how, how much more simple can that be? The ascension is simply graduation. And at some point, we do have to graduate. I mean, you can't be in 12th grade forever. <laughs> you know, you've got to go on and you've got to go on. And yeah. that's that's what we're trying to relay here. You can't have gray hair in the 12th grade, can you? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but, 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 you know, that's kind, of, that's kind of a joke. But the reality is, Many of us have stayed at a certain place on the path, embodiment after embodiment, embodiment, because we haven't had the fire and determination to pass that next test. Now we have the entire equation before us. There has never been a better time in recorded history for balancing karma and spiritual progress. I'm going to say that again. There has never been a better time in recorded history to make this progress, but you have to do it. You just can't wait. Um, and, you know, you have to try it, experiment with it, see if it's for you. Don't believe it because we're telling it to you, but give it the test. Let the Ascended Masters show you who they are, what they can do, and if this is the path for you. And I think that's what, you know, it's, I, I knew this was the path for me before I even understood what everybody was talking about. It was the <laughs> vibration. It was the yeah. quality. It was the light. It was the purity that resonated with me. And even though I didn't understand hardly anything, I said, I know I have to pursue this. Well, I, you know, I, I would mirror that by saying in my own experience, the same thing happened to me. And, you know, I want to go back a moment to this concept of the schoolroom and that the fact that, you know, you mentioned that we have been here on the threshold of a certain tests, embodiment after embodiment. It's kind of like being kept back a grade. You know, we keep getting kept back until we do have gray hair in the 12th grade. <laughs> but, you know, the, Mrs. Prophet said, this is a schoolroom. And to graduate from the schoolroom takes a certain amount of dedication and momentum and awareness to do it right and get to get out of Dodge. And never give up and never give in. Indeed. That's, the, that's what we're saying. You, you don't want to be left behind. You know, we, we come, we're part of a certain mandala, a certain root race, a certain group. And you don't want your group to graduate and leave you behind. Um, (laughs) And that may not be your only incentive for your ascension, but the reality (laughs) is there is a timetable for each one of us, and it's up to us. We have a destiny and a timetable for that destiny, but we have to choose to follow that. It doesn't happen automatically. I wonder if there are root race reunions. (laughs) (laughs) You know? With yearbooks. In the Senate State, yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway. Well, that's another uh, topic, I guess, for another show. Yeah. Root, root race reunions. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> some, well, some, you know, the souls are a different age on this planet. They've been created at different times by God. Some of us are very old souls, but there's some brand new souls that have just come forth since the time of Jesus on this planet. That's why they're so devoted to him. He's the only teacher they've ever known. Yeah, oh, indeed. that's right. That's why it's sometimes it's hard to sell the ascended masters, let's say, to somebody who really, really follows Jesus yeah. is because they're a member of the sixth root race, the latest root race. Sure, yeah. sure. Well, brothers, uh, this has been fun and enlightening and illuminating. And I want to thank everybody listening for being part of this mandala. I'm so grateful that you're part of the energy field that we are hoping to sustain here as we all move toward our ascension. So, Terry, how can they get a hold of us if they want to for any reason? For any reason, we are at webradio at tsl.org. And once again, webradio at tsl.org. Thank you. And any uh, parting words, Sid, before we close? (laughs) Just keep on keeping on and trust God. There you go. There you go. Well, as we like to say, though the upward path may sometimes be difficult, the rewards 
are out of this world. world. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.